Yes, but I only have time for a quickie. Let's go! Roll sound. This is Alex J. Aguiar, and you're listening to a Pod With Me Quickie. On this quickie, how the infection begins, that is the COVID-19. As cases rush past 2.2 million worldwide and deaths exceed 150,000, scientists are still struggling to understand the damage formed by the coronavirus as it rips through the body. They are realizing that although the lungs are the main issue, it can affect many organs including the heart, blood vessels, kidneys, gut, and brain. Nancy Rue, a liver transplant physician who has been treating COVID-19 patients at a Rush University Medical Center, says that we need to keep a very open mind as the phenomenon goes forward. With that said, here is how the infection begins. When an infected person ejects droplets and someone else inhales them, it enters the nose and throat. It finds a welcome home in the lining of the nose. The cells there are rich in a cell surface receptor. Throughout the body, the presence of ACE2, which normally helps regulate blood pressure, marks tissues weak to infection. Because the virus requires the receptor to enter the A cell, once inside, the virus hijacks the cell's machinery, making many copies of itself and invading new cells. The respiratory tree and in tiny air sacs, each lined by a single layer of cell that are also rich in ACE2 receptors. And the battle between the immune system and the invader begin. The battle itself disrupts a healthy oxygen transfer. Frontline white cells release inflammatory molecules, which then release more immune cells that target and kill virus-infected cells. This leaves plenty of fluid and dead cells pus behind. And this is the underlining of pneumonia, which gives you the symptoms of coughing, fever, and low breathing. Some patients recover, but some go downhill. Oxygen levels in their blood crash and they struggle to breathe. And these are the patients that usually end up in ventilators and many die. Autopsies show their lungs become stuffed with fluid white blood cells, mucus, and destroyed lung cells. The virus or the body's response to it can injure many other organs. Scientists are just beginning to review the scope and nature of that harm. More than half of COVID-19 patients from two Chinese centers had elevated levels of enzymes indicating injury to the liver. Up to one-third of the patients in the hospital developed conjivitis, pink eye, although it's not clear that the virus directly invades the eye. Some patients lose their sense of smell. Scientists speculate that the virus may move up the nose, nerve endings, and damage cells. Strokes, seizures, mental confusion, and brain inflammation are also associated. Some experts suspect that the driving force in many seriously ill patients is a tragic overreaction of the immune system. As the virus multiplies, an infected person may shed numerous amounts of it, especially during the first week, and symptoms may be absent. Or you can develop a fever, dry cough, sore throat, loss of smell, and taste, or head and body aches. And folks, this is why it's important to keep your immune system at full force. 
If the immune system doesn't respond during this initial phase, the virus then marches down the windpipe to attack the lungs. But the response goes way beyond what's needed, and the immune cells start to attack healthy tissues. Blood vessels leak, blood pressure drops, clots form, and terrible organ failure can follow. How the virus attacks the heart and blood vessels is a mystery, but infection may also lead to blood vessel constriction, a reduction in blood flow that can lead to swollen, painful digits and tissue death. It's possible that at some stages of the disease, the virus alters the delicate balance of hormones that help regulate blood pressure and constrict blood vessels going to the lungs. So oxygen uptake is blocked by constricted blood vessels rather than by clogged alveoli. One theory is that the virus affects the vascular biology and that's why there's these cases of really low oxygen levels. If COVID-19 targets blood vessels, that could also help explain why patients with pre-existing damage to those vessels, for example from diabetes and high blood pressure, face higher risk of serious disease. And scientists are struggling to understand exactly what causes cardiovascular damage. Scientists still can't understand why some people are affected so badly, why it comes on so fast, and why it's hard for some to recover. This timeline of the devastation that COVID-19 can inflict on the body is still just a sketch. It will take years for research to sharpen the picture. As scientists test drugs on patients and race for a vaccine, the hope is to find a treatment that's stronger than the virus that has stopped the world in its tracks. The pod would like to give credit when credit is due. Thank you, ScienceMag.org. That's a wrap. Ah, I hope you've enjoyed this episode, but hmm, did you know that we have our very own app? You can go to your app store now and download Pod With Me. And don't forget to visit us on social media. This is Alex J. Aguiar, and until next time, don't fall off the pod. Credit. <laughs>